everyone, my name is John Edwards. With me, as always, is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drink of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. Say hello to the folks, Wade Boggs. Aloha. Oh my God, he, <laughs> he did. did it. He did it. We also have... An amazing guest sitting with us. We are live from the Whiskey House in Nashville tonight. And coming all the way out to see us is our buddy Bob Little. Bob, thank you for coming. Man, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. That's like the calmest you've been all night. <laughs> well, Let's get the ball there rolling. was a little bit of a nap involved, too. <laughs> there was a nap. He did He did take a nap on the wonderful uh, Whiskey House couches. Let's, let's go through this because your fiance Katie, is a trooper. She, and she's, awesome. she's sitting here. She's actually lying down on the Whiskey House couch right now while we are in here. Say hi, Katie. Just say hi. She That's all you want. No, you you won't, won't even say hi? <laughs> Will you, what if we? What if I tell you I'm going to disguise your voice? <laughs> no. What I don't understand is how all of our friends have excellent partners that understand bourbon. You and I just get shit on. <laughs> well, she came here. You guys were at Carruthers. Is it true you were at Carruthers from two to six thirty? Close. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have... Katie is nodding her head, but she's mute. She's <laughs> yeah. like a mime over there. Well, she's miming stuff to us. What a blast at Carruthers. They had the 1099 his ass. What's, what's that mean? You spend that much time there, you're an employee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are, we are happy that you are here. What is, what is your ideal... Because you come up to Nashville quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, what is your ideal Nashville vacation like... If you were telling somebody that isn't from here to go do some bourbon stuff, what is your ideal Nashville trip? Oh, man. If they're coming all the way to Nashville to do bourbon stuff, I mean, you've got to hit Carruthers. You've got to go by and see Turok at Elixir. Um, you know, I've made a lot of friends up here, you know, through the years. Um, but, you know, when the sun sets, if you've never been to Nashville, you got to go get some live music in you and and have some fun down. On so, the, where's your favorite place? I mean, everybody loves what Tookies, Tootsies, Tootsies, yeah, Tootsies. I, I'm Ro- see, I'm a Roberts guy, and then uh, and then if you go down to the Gulch, you could get some good bluegrass at Station Inn. But I mean, once well, once you get down there on the Strip, I mean, you just start walking into random places and just. But I mean, the best thing, you, best thing bourbon you're gonna find is probably Gentleman Jack. But you know, nothing like hearing Wagon Wheel at 14 different bars. <laughs> So. It's nothing like here in Wagon Wheel and uh, John Deere Green. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I don't even know what they play now. I mean, you, John you, Deere you, Green. You, you and I are a little more uh, aged and, and seasoned. I don't, I don't get those fun times anymore. But yeah, we used to yeah. go down. I mean, there was a few years when I was in Tootsie's a good four to five nights a week. But a lot of the bars that we used to hang out in Nashville have since closed, and now it's all like country people that have their own bars there. Yeah. Like there's the Florida Georgia Line Bar and Dirk Bentley's Bar. Have you been to the sushi bar yet? The sushi bar? Yeah. What, what's the one where like the, midi, the, the middle level is like supposed to be su- oh, sushi? Oh, that's... Um, is that Acme? Acme? They've got a sushi bar one in the middle yeah, level. Yeah, let's, let's go to Nashville and get some sushi. Yeah. There are like sushi in a landlocked state. <laughs> Head over to Virago, and then there's a place called Samurai Sushi that has this thing called a Happy Roll. And it is fried shrimp, uh, cream cheese, and strawberries. And you wouldn't think all of it would go together, but it really does. 
The yeah. mustache even curled on that one. I don't know about that one, John. I think, I think there's a, miss, a reason you're you're in lack you've been lacking a happy role for a while. So, <laughs> so anyways, this is just kind of a fun episode, and and Bob is here. Where it's not often that we get to hang out with uh, some of our friends from out of state, so we really just wanted to kick off the year with a fun time. This isn't a set theme in this episode. We haven't been, you know, the, the theme is really just things we're grateful for and things we're thankful for. And that a lot of that is friendships and bourbon. And we'll get to all of that. But I want to ask before we even go, how was everybody's holidays? How, how was your holiday, Bob? Man, I've had a fantastic Christmas. It's been great. Um, Thanksgiving was awesome. So, and I know by the time this airs, you know, we're on to the new year, but... Um, what are you guys doing for the new year? We usually have some... Are you going to make her wait in other stores? <laughs> I know. Like, are there, are there places on the way back home that you're going to make her wait for five hours to? Probably, probably. But, uh, no, we got some friends. They always throw a big party at their house, and it's in my neighborhood, so all we got to do is go up the street. You know, we, we have a good time, you know, and it go, winds down usually by 2 a.m. We're back home, but... Um, no, it's been a great little holiday season. Uh, there's nothing better than, you know, spending it with the kids and with people you love and, and make some stories. And Because you are a dad drinking bourbon just I with am, us. Yeah. But I, I think I'm going to give a story and then I will let Zeke round out the holiday stories because he has a story to end all stories. But So my wife, daughter, and I were driving home. We went to go visit some family in Oklahoma. And I am parallel with the semi and this semi as we're going parallel he just slams against the cement barrier to the right like we were going over an overpass and he just slams against the barrier and once i realized what happened it took me a second i realized what happened i slammed on the gas and then i watched him skid sparks flying as he's skidding across the cement barrier and then the second it stopped, he just bolted straight right down a hill into the woods, never stopped. I swear it was around like mile marker 198 in on 40 in Arkansas. And I swear this something must have happened that was a medical emergency because he didn't correct. You know, like if you hit something and then mm -hmm. it startles you and you correct. If he corrected and went left. Or if he went left, period, I wouldn't be here talking to you right now. It was one of those things that didn't hit me until I got home. And then I was like, oh, shit. If he went left, I wouldn't be here. But then, you know, so my wife and I, we, we kind of say, okay, we got to we gotta stop. We got we to gotta pull over and compose ourselves for a second. So we go to the Starbucks. As we go into the Starbucks, my daughter goes, mommy, daddy, my tummy hurts. So... You know, my wife takes her into the bathroom and she she comes out and she goes, Sophia didn't need to do anything. And then we're waiting in line for the cashier. My daughter then proceeds to projectile vomit all over my wife's hair, down her back, all over the floor in front of the cashier. I quickly grab her and just pick her up and take her to the bathroom where she then proceeds to projectile vomit more on the floor, all over my pants and all over my shoes. And then like five minutes later, she was fine. She's like, I feel better now. 
So that was that was my Christmas <laughs> trip. Yeah, she felt better. <laughs> so I almost died, and then my daughter puked all over a Starbucks. I left them a good tip. That's all I got to say. I'm just in awe of the initiative there. I've just been like, whoa, man. Good luck with that one. Y'all might need to go clean up. Zeke would have grabbed popcorn. It would have been like, I think the kid's puking on you. Well, coincidentally enough, I I didn't get to see an explosion of uh, that nature. But I will say on the airplane... And I mean, I guess it's pressure and it kind of makes sense. Bob's uh, an engineer. Maybe he can explain this to us better. But so we got a milk for the kid at the airport, pour it in his cup. It's one of those, you know, you has a push button flip top and it's, you know, it's got a straw on the bottom, whatever. <clears throat> well, we're up in there and he goes. I've never had a push button milk. <laughs> you know, the Is that like the, a the Reebok kid, pump milk? No, it's just it, the kid's cup. You know, you push we'll a button and the lip flips open. So you drink out of the straw. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. We're in the air, and he wants his milk, so he pushes the button. Well, as soon as he pushes this button, this thing just sprays. I mean, thank goodness it sprayed as hard as it did, because it went over him, over the seat, hit the people behind him, hit the air adjustment above his head. I mean, chocolate milk was just exploding. I did like a two-second, like, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> like, and not like, closed it down. Poor little guy was scared half to death, and I'm like... What just happened? I'm like apologizing to people behind us. Luckily, they were like some grandparents. Like, sorry, that, that that's never happened. Like, we've flown before. I mean, in my own time, I've had countless. There's got to be something with like pressure and sodas, altitude. Sodas right? and other things. I mean, think about how many times you buy a Coke and you open it. It never sprays. But man, this no. milk I mean, Bob shot even... out of there. Like it was. I mean... Bob, how do you not know this? You even have a pen in your front pocket. Like you are such an engineer. <laughs> it, it, how do you not know it, the answer it, it, it to was this question? E- it, was, it was an exorcism type looking thing. I mean, it was just crazy. I, I've never seen it. But literally, I mean. It was going, and for I mean, it's not milk's not carbonated. I mean, I, other than the, what pressure had to be in that bottle, I don't know. But I mean, it was man it was pressurized. Yeah. Needless to say, that uh, that's pro tip number one I've got for folks from Christmas. Uh, pro tip number two would be uh, if you have more than one kid and you're going somewhere, I highly recommend anything that's not essential to the airport, put it in box or boxes, FedEx it to wherever you're going. When you get done, box it back up, FedEx it back home. The one luggage bag we had along with two car seats and then a few other odds and ends. We looked pretty griswoldy going through the airport. Um, You don't check the, you can check the car seats at the. Well, yeah, but to and from is still a pain. (laughs) Well, no, it's Southwest and you get two bags, but. Still to and from two and seats. And your kids get two bags too. That's the thing. Like, the, so my honestly, little, my daughter gets two bags. Well, yeah, is she gonna carry them to the to the thing? To no, check but them? I'm saying I'd have to carry it. Exactly. I'm Definitely. like a mule. If you see me going to the airport, we went when we went on the pick. Uh, when I went up with the Bourbon Cartel and they saw all my stuff, we did an MB rolling pick, and they go, "You look like a mule." And I said, "You should see me at the airport." <laughs> I just, I mean, if you see, if I have the full setup. And Bob isn't seeing this right now because we're using a portable mic. But if I have the setup where I have the microphones and the mic stands and the the windscreens and all that stuff, I mean, I look like a... Oh, those carburetors from the 82 Chevys. Yeah, the carburetor. I mean, I look like a mule. It, it. I just look like a donkey that you put... I mean, I look like a jackass all the time, but I look like a mule that you are just making carry stuff. But anyway, so... That's a, That's my, my tip is... Uh... It's worth the, the little bit of time and probably extra coin. Anything that you don't have to have with you, 
Just ship it. It, and, and throw so some samples easier. of bourbon in there, too. <laughs> there might have been, you know, some stuff in the toiletry bag. I, I don't divulge into that too much in case somebody's listening. But my other uh, conundrum I ran into and literally ran into this. So Zeke's working on the dad bod, right? Well, no, I'm like, yeah. folks, some folks that I message more than others, they know I run at night. And luckily, the neighborhood I live in here, there's a lot of construction, has been a lot of homes. And, you know, if you run into a pinch and you get a stomach pain, you can probably find a Porter John in a reasonable amount of time as long as you pay attention when you're, you know, going to and from work and whatnot. So I've had plenty of times when, you know, I've been on a run, I hit one up and I, I, I just say thanks and keep moving. Well, I'm in the Chicago Burbs and I'm running. And, oh, man, like it felt like two knives just, like, hit me in the gut. And I'm like, oh, man, this, this is not going to bode well. How much do I care about these socks kind of thing? <laughs> And I'm like, oh, no, I just went past the sporting complex. There's a building there. I'll go back to the sporting complex. I think I can make it. I might have to do the, you know, butt cheek clench shimmy move, but I think I can get there. Get there. Both doors are locked. I don't know who's in charge of uh, Parks and Recreation for Wheaton, Illinois, but they can kiss my ass. Literally. I wish they could after this experience. I hope they wouldn't after because it doesn't sound like it was good. So doors, I mean, doors are locked, and I'm, I'm at... T minus a minute at best of like, all right, it's about to get real ugly here. I see a dude walking his dog. There's some pine trees on the backside of this. And you building. got inspired by the dog popping a squat. No, I didn't want him to I didn't want him to see me and be like, bum taking a dump in the park. I mean, come on now. So I kind of give it away. I angle myself to where only maybe one house could see me. Dude with the dog keeps walking. So I get behind these three pine trees. Lean up against the building, make sure my shoes are pretty far forward because it was a new pair, and just lay into that building. I mean, boom, done, like sprayed that thing down. Didn't even feel good. I mean, I didn't even feel bad about it. It was like old school Boy Scout days. The, Any women that we have watch, listening. Have well, the, the better upside to this, even if you've ever been there before, which I assume some of you guys have at some point in your life, there were countless smooth sticks all laying around me. We were able to take care of any, you know, hangers and whatnot. Again, nothing on my new shoes. Priority number one. Went home. You know, didn't say much to anybody. Kind of went to the bathroom. Took a shower. Had a little sea salt body rub scrub thing on. <laughs> That's his pro tip number four. Sea salt body rub. Hey, it takes the layer or two off. It got the it got the scum off of me, for lack of better words. I wonder. Again, nothing on the new shoes. If, if if you're a shoe person, cheers on that one. You know that that's a big that's a big thing. You know when Katie sleeps, she kind of like scrunches her nose like a bunny. <laughs> I just, you know she slept here last time when we were all here. Do you remember? I know she got Jenny's ice cream and then she slept. Yeah, she just was like, okay, had my ice cream. You know, y'all y'all do your thing. Just just wake me up when you're done. Oh, so my my final tidbit, which is not- hold on, I'm just wondering if we keep talking about Katie, will it get her to talk? No, like if we now, you know, this was not our first trip to Carruthers. This is like our fourth trip together to Carruthers. So it's like we show up and she knows she doesn't. Does she bring a book? She takes her phone. She makes sure her phone is fully charged and she just finds her a nice, comfortable stool because they don't have like comfortable chairs. They know? do have a, they have one comfortable chair in the, in the, in office. the office. Yeah. And, and it's like you, but you know. 
But that chair actually, it falls down now. (laughs) So the fun fact is that that chair and Carruthers, you could sit in the the office chair, but it just starts slowly going down (laughs) every single time you sit in it now. But Zeke, sorry, you had a fifth pro tip. No, it's not a pro tip. But uh, before we, we dive into some of the random stuff we're drinking here, my, my fun Georgia fact will be that Bob's from Brazelton, Georgia. Whoever messaged me first on what, what famous uh, power couple used to own that city, they're welcome to have sample or samples of uh, anything we mentioned we're passing around tonight. And with that, uh, much ado, let, let's start passing some stuff around. Oh, man, the first thing I want... I, I mean, I know we didn't react enough to Zeke's story about the building, but I really want to get to this because this is this is special. And Zeke and I were able to get one of these. It is Russell's Reserve 18-0643. It is from Camp Nelson, Floor 5. And it is selected by Rarebird101. It is the Rarebird 101, one in a century. It has one of the best stickers, an homage to Cheesy Gold Foil. Um, And... Zeke and I just had to mention this because this might be our favorite pick all year. I don't know about this hour thing, but I feel pretty solid about it. I feel very, very solid about it. I'm not going to lie. We were we were having a very hard time in our year-end selection show saying, you know, we, we talked about Thomas Handy and George Stagg after, and we've had William Lee Weller and... Yeah, those are all good. Four Roses 130th is uh, good. It, it takes a long time to open up. Heaven Hill 27 has been a good pour. But I I love, love this Russell's Reserve pick. This is a very interesting pick. You know, I'm always a big fan of old, dusty, wild turkey. It's one of my, it's one of my weaknesses. I actually just bought... I've had Cheesy Gold Foil several times before... But I finally just bought my first bottle of Cheesy Go Foil. Really? Yeah. Now, I've had Split Label 12 Year. You know, I've owned that and drank that. Um, and finally decided to uh, bite the uh, bite the bullet and get Cheesy Gold Foil. So, man, I'm nosing it now, man. This, this, this is good, good, good luck stuff. with the cork on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pro, pro tip for any old turkey. Cork 97.3% is going to break as soon as you touch it. And have some backup corks ready to go because you're going to have to put something else in there. Each Taylor corks fit in there, don't they? Um, I can't remember what I put in my last one, honestly. Um, I just know I've seen people use the um, those double-pronged wine things. I just keep you all those reserve bottles. Go, they, go, yeah. they go in the sides, and those seem to pull it out the best as far as minimalizing what you may or may not have to, you know, run through a coffee filter. But we just, I just have to tell, I mean, it's not just because we're friends with Dave, but this, this is just, the nose on this is crazy. Well, it's out of Camp Nelson, which most folks that are turkey enthusiasts, which I would say is are much more educated than I will say, if you want to find the funk, it's in Camp Nelson. I don't I know the full story behind it. I just know it's a different warehouse on some land they purchased that's like what 30 minutes away from everything else. Um I think that's right, honestly. If we're wrong, apologies and feel free to correct us here. We're kinda on the fly with this one. But that's where I think all the barrels for the most recent Russell's Reserve came out of. 
2002 came out of there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. Sorry. Um, but supposedly that's just for whatever reason, the way the land sits and the way the warehouse sits, you, you just get some funk out of it and some nice variations. But it's like, it's got that funk where you smell it and you go, oh, this is turkey. And, and it's yeah. not one of those things that would, you automatically get with some of the new stuff. It's like that older turkey funk. To me, it transitions well. Like at first, I get really sweet sugars. I mean, it's very welcoming. And then as it moves toward the back, it just kind of, hey, you know, I was nice to you on the front end. And then let me show you my funk side. You know, almost like a, you know, a turkey when it, you know, rares everything out there. You know what I get a lot of on the front is peppermint. But if you if you really get the nose in, it's like a peppermint side to it, and then it comes with the funk. I just get heavy sugars. I mean, it, it, not even to the point of caramelization, probably a little bit before that. But, I mean, it's it's super sweet to me on the front. And then that funk just goes pow, and you're like, oh, wow. This is this the whole back of the tongue. Oh, yeah. And yeah. maybe that's because sometimes I use peppermint essential oil, like if, you know, if you no. got a stuffy nose, no. No. you put a little bit on the mustache, on the beard, and, and it clears your sinuses. Oh, I thought that's what you used to impress the woman. No. No. It, it's... Hey, Santa Claus. Hey, look, if the peppermint oil's not working, you can always eat hot chicken and forget to wash your hands. Now, that'll spice things up real quick, bud. I used to love that move. I have no words. <laughs> you should have tried it in your younger days. No, I would rather not. Oh, did I forget? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> so, the, but I, I love this pick. I really do. They went above and beyond. I mean, this, this is this is a really. No, I like it. You know, we always talk about how things in this you know modern era always seem to lack. Just in general, not even turkey, but kind of across the board, everything seems to lack that that funk and what I would, you know, really assume is just an attribution to the wood and where that's changed. I'm not going to say this tastes like a 82-8101. It's not that much, but the funk that's there, along with the sweet that's on the front end, the complexity of it, I, I just really enjoy it. Um the first time I had it, I was about half crocked at like 11.30. And I was like, man, I need to open this thing. And even then, I was like, oh, wow. That kind of woke me up. And uh, there, there's some good stuff going on right here. I need to put this away and, and not squander it and come back tomorrow. Well, you know we always like things that move and and like things that have some complexity. So it, it's, it's a lot more fun for us when we are drinking that... We have something that kind of changes, and we talk about it for a second. We go, oh, man, I get this. And then you take another sip, and you go, hot damn, I actually get this instead. But, Bob, you've been quiet over there. What do you think about this one? No, man, this is, this is like you said, it's it's not like that, the old turkey funk, but I mean, like you get like one of those, like, you know, um, 96, 97, 8-year 101s, you know? It's not like super old and super dusty, but. Man, it it that's what 110 proof. Yeah. In no way, no way. If you set me down blind, would I say that's 110 proof? No, no, he did all. No, I don't, I don't really get any pepper or anything. I mean, it's yeah. just it's sweet. 
I think John's been bathing in the peppermint oils too much. Using them when he takes his bubble bath at night, maybe. It's not hot pepper. It's like sweet peppermint is what I'm getting. Oh. I can see like the sugars at the very end of a peppermint. Like, you know, you get to the point where it's almost got those little, uh, little holes all through it and it's yeah. about to fall apart. Yeah, it's not like a hot peppermint. It's the sweet peppermint. It's like peppermint that you, peppermint candy. Someone's just playing with a damn candy cane bowl too much. I don't know. I, I'm actually not a big candy cane guy. Uh, maybe that's what's throwing you off then. Because every time you say peppermint, I think about a candy cane. That's exactly that, what I think of too. That little bit of kick that's always there. And I'm like, I just get sugars. I don't get that kick yeah. by any means. And like you said, it's not like that dark caramel. It's not that. It's it's, it's like, early like in a Rice Krispie kind of. You gotta stuff. have some peppermint essential oil. You gotta. You gotta. John, put some I don't. I don't need a bubble bath every night like you do. I have never done essential oils ever. I'm too big for the bath. Uh, I mean, it would have to be a pretty big tub. So you just put the me... bubbles in the water and then sit on the shitter. No, I only, I only have a shower. I only, you know, my bathroom only has a shower. So you clog the drain in your feet? No. Gets a bubble bath? No. Don't overthink it. I just don't take baths. Huh. I take showers. <laughs> I took a shower tonight. I smell great. Wait, now wait a minute. When you took a bath, did you put on some peppermint essential oils? No. That's only when it's only when I'm sick and I have a stuffy nose. Hey, he does have on a new pair of dungarees that he's been (laughs) cheesing about for two hours. If they're not dungaree, they're pants. Oh no, what is that company that sells those things from up north? Have the commercials? What? You know that company that's up north that like sells like the rugged pants for men? Oh no, they have one in Greensboro, North Carolina. Um it's like Mike's or something. No. Wrangler? No. No, no, no. Um, the one with the Brett Favre commercial? No, it's like a cheesy cartoon kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, like the girl bending over and her t-shirt pops up every time she bends over. <laughs> That's sample number two. First person to DM me can get one <laughs> off of that, too. I have we'll, no We'll keep it moving. I have no idea. We were going to talk about things we're thankful of, and I really don't think we, we got there. But, uh, I thought you were thankful for those pants. I am very thankful for those pants. Bob, um, don't look it up. We'll have some interaction here. Zeke's on the clock. Zeke's going to have to go soon. Right, so you want to talk about things we're thankful for. Tell us about things you're... Is, is there one... with you? Know, we weren't really jazzed about a lot of whiskey this year. I think our favorites were probably the Stag and the Handy, uh, with the edge going to the Handy for Zeke and me, because I think it was more well-rounded, but... Is there is there one that you had this year that you were just blown away by? Um, trying to think back. Did, did all bourbon sh- excite you this year? I mean, or in retrospect, did you have a good time? But well, the bottles. You know. Was it more about the fellowship this year? Because I think for us, it was more about the fellowship, the friendship, meeting people, talking to people, going on picks with people, than. Any one release kind of knocking our socks off. Yeah, I, I'm I'm trying to think back, you know, stuff that I've had throughout the year, and and I mean, you know, bourbon hunting season, you know, used to be like Labor Day to Thanksgiving, and it seems like now, I mean, maybe in January there's like a lull, but it's like in February, man, they're they're distillers are pumping out stuff, you know. But I'm not sure the stuff they're pumping but, out in February is something that we. have Need to go get absolutely, but but that's that's you can't talk like me and you because I mean there was a time that we were like hunting down and chasing Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. We may not be now, you know, but they're still pumping it out. You know that's that's but a three time a year, though, especially 
as many more people have access to secondary and see prices. I mean, I can't think of too much that was <clears throat> allocated, so to speak, that really wooed me at MSRP. Much less anything that I would, I would, you know, tell myself, you know what, that was a good damn bottle. Like when this one I got's gone, if I need to, I don't mind paying secondary because I really think it's worth that. I mean, I think the last one I had, I know personally, was uh, Al Young before it bumped up. I think I got one for four, four fifty, and I, I enjoyed it, and I wanted to have one before it shot up because I knew it would. You know, limited release. Um, but that being said. That's a year and a half ago. Yeah. Now, granted, this handy over here, um, when it's dead and gone, which probably gonna happen sooner than later, <clears throat> and if you know secondary prices stay where they are and it's equal to or less than anything else on BTAC, which it will be, I I don't mind if, if I've got to get to that point to cough up the coin to have another. See, and, and but I don't know, man. Just for me, these uh, last year leading to this year. You know, I've just made more and more friends in this hobby. You know, because that's all this is. This is just a hobby. Being around like we are tonight with bottles sitting on a table, you know, just, here, try this. Here, try this. What do you think? What do you smell? What do you taste? Sharing laughs, sharing stories. You know, I mean, that's what it's all about. You know, I tell stories, you know, throughout the year of just going over to people's houses. And, I mean, Katie will tell you, bourbon's almost like my security blanket, you know. Because I, I don't load up in the car to go somewhere. Well, and I, I, let's try that. Let's take this. See what they think about this. You know, and I, and I show up with like six or eight bottles at random people's houses. You know, setting it down on the table. Well, I don't know, man. We should start calling you Linus. <laughs> <From> peanuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because I mean, it's, it's because we went to you know to her family's house up in Spartanburg. You know, and I'm showing up here with two bottles of bourbon. Like, you know, her family. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the drunkard? I want them to share. I mean, but no, yeah. it, it, it's such a perception thing. It's funny because I think we're all the same way. We all bring stuff and it's like, you, you get that look of, why did he bring in a case of booze for two days? <laughs> well, I, kinda, I brought it to share. I thought yeah. there were fun pours. Everything yeah. here is unique and I brought it for a specific reason that I can, you know, try to relate to somebody on or hopefully they can enjoy. <laughs> well, but here's the thing I'd say, right? And, and I'm interested, Bob, if you have people that Katie tells, like, okay, Bob's into bourbon. And then you have Zeke and I who do a podcast. Like, and it's douchey to say that you do a podcast. Like, but I feel like there's an expectation that when we go someplace, we're going to bring something nice. Right? Yes. When I, like, um, like her dad. Her dad's, like, not the biggest bourbon guy, but he does enjoy bourbon a lot. And, um, you know, her dad will come over, I'll go over to, you know, there and have dinner, you know, and he's like, oh man, where can I go, you know, he asked me over Christmas, you know, where can I go get a bottle of this? And I was like, when was the last time I gave you something? You can just walk into a store and pick it. And he's like, I don't think you ever have. <laughs> but there <laughs> you know? are some really good ones. And I think I like bringing those when you talk about like old granddad, Bob. Well, and, and, and actually I did have some friends over. Um, maybe a couple weeks before Thanksgiving, and I did like the whole old granddad lineup. We had the old granddad bonded with the old granddad one fourteen. I pulled out the old granddad, you know, the old eighty six proofer. Yeah, and then the old granddad uh, national distillers. But if you, you know, like, the funny thing is, is if you like Basil Hayden, yeah, right. 
Well, and, and that's and, what I tell and, people. Or if yeah. you're always bummed that Basil Hayden is only 80 proof, then just go get some old granddad because you're getting the same thing 20 proof higher. Well, yeah, because old granddad bonded is just one of the best. I mean, really just low shelf values. Yeah, I mean, you got that. It. We always, Zeke and I always talk about early times bottle and bond. But there's one on this table right here that I really think is something, and, and Zeke and I are going to do a show on it here soon, but New Riff at 50 bucks is really surprises the hell out of me. I think in 2018, that's kind of like, if you think about like best new artists, right? We knew them with OKI, mm-hmm. but if it were the Grammys and you got best new artists, I think New Riff has to win that. But, I mean, what's the distribution like here in Nashville? Because, I mean, I can tell you right now, it's... No one in Atlanta seen it. I don't think it's here yet. I've talked to folks and they they can't get picks yet. But no. I mean, I, I think. But that it's will, coming. I think that will change very soon. From what I've seen in in, in some other groups, they are very reasonable to work with as far as even picks. They'll do half or even quarter barrel picks. They all bottled and bond. No, they have some cash drink stuff too. I mean, they have the bottled and bond, but um, they they're working to be at a good price point. And to put themselves in people's hands to enjoy them, yeah. which especially for you know the craft quote unquote term these days, I don't know anybody else that's really trying to position themselves like they are as being, being that you know user friendly. And we want you to drink our juice. We want it to be affordable, and we're pretty damn sure it's enjoyable, and you're gonna like mm-hmm. it, and you're gonna keep buying. Um, it's not one that I've had to be quite. I mean, I'm, we're looking at a bottle sitting right here, and I, and I have not had it yet. Zeke is going to have to go soon. You might as well take a sip. What's that? Uh, street sweepers are out, but you might as well take a sip before everything has to go. I mean, this, this really that was a heck of a cork pop there. Yeah. Too. But back to the, uh, you know, thankful and just kind of still looking back on the years. We uh, sit here. Honestly, this was impromptu. Bob was in town. John and I both managed to get our kids to sleep finally. And we said, look, we're all in a room together. We're going to be drinking. We may as well get a show when we can. Um, and this is more just a fun thing. It, Yeah. And, it, it, you know, it's just tough for us to get together at times. But, um, you know, I, I, I think looking back at 2018, it really transitioned that much more from getting you know quote-unquote big bottles or really being excited about certain things to just being excited about people being in town or going somewhere and and being able to share with people and and really getting that much more relationships with folks you know sharing samples i mean countless good friends that we're always mailing stuff back and forth you know splitting picks other things it's just enjoying the juice and it's not even hyping it you just enjoy it for what it is Throw it back. I feel and like, keep moving. I feel like 2018 was more of the year of um, store picks. You know, I think there were just some fantastic store picks. You know, that came out this year. Not not so much. And of course, you know, you got the, the like term sticker whores. Oh, well, you it, was know. The, it was the year of the sticker. And <laughs> I mean, I laugh about it. Like, I mean, I'm in a small group to where um, somebody at Michigan did a 1792 pick. They put Walter from the Lebowski on the back. Of, that's yeah. the that's the sticker. I was like, man, I'm I'm down for this. You know, I'll, I'll take a case and I'll send it to some other friends. Like, I, I know enough people love the Lebowski. It doesn't matter. And then, like, laughably, um, one of the guys in the group commented, like, 
So is this thing supposed to really taste good or y'all just buying it for the sticker? And then everybody was just like, we just love the Lebowski, man. Like, it's, it's a cost. It's a $50 bottle. No, no one cares. We just want to laugh at the sticker and drink and have a good time and share it with people. Well, mm-hmm. the funny thing is, is I think the transition happened this year for me where I kind of became... You know how we talk about people that are experienced guys and, and the people that really... And when I'm with Zeke and we're doing review shows and things like that, I get deep into the whiskey. Mm-hmm. And I think all other times, I'm kind of like, oh yeah, I really enjoyed Wild Turkey Revival. I can't tell you what it tasted like. I can tell you that we were hanging out with Bruce Russell. You know, like, and, and I know that sounds like I'm name dropping. Or I can tell when I had... You know, such and such because JB was pouring it for everybody or uh, Deshaun was there or we had, you know, a bunch of our friends in town or we did the, the Willet episode where a bunch of our friends came in and we just shared a bunch of pours. Like, I got tanked. Yeah. I can't, <laughs> like, I can't necessarily tell you what everything tasted like, but I can tell you that night that somebody left the oven on too long and or left the pizza in the oven too long and almost burnt down Zeke's air and B and B. You know, like that those that's what I can tell you. I can't always tell you like, hey, that night I had this whiskey and it take that's why you guys were asking me, why do I carry a notebook around? It's like cause I have to write down certain tasting notes now because I get caught up in the experience too much and I need if I'm like, hey, I want to remember this or reference it later, I need something to be able to do that. I mean, I'll get you a two-ounce bottle of peppermint oil, buddy. You can just rub it on your upper lip. That's fine. That works. But I mean, I, I do. But I do think this year, even for me, you know, I have been in this game as as long as some people. But I do think for me, you know, started making the transition into just building more and deeper relationships. You know. We're passing around the 2018 snowflake. Just to speaking keep... of thankfulness, we got to yeah. thank our buddy Nate and 5280 Whiskey out in Denver for uh, making sure that we got this. I know it upsetted some people when they saw, uh, but Nate is just a very, very. He knows that we're going to open it and drink it and talk about it, and, and we'll talk about this again. I think we should do a half ounce pour show on this one. Oh yeah. So how is this only like four and a half years old? So many different barrels. And there's actually only it. like twenty one hundred bottles of that. There, it's a blend of finished barrels. You know, it says distilled on February 6, twenty fourteen. Yeah, you know, this isn't that old. No, but it's interesting. And it always has like last year, it was finished in tequila. Well, there's, I mean, there's multiple finishes, but that tequila was just prominent. It was one of them, and, and the tequila was very prominent, but it's like this year, it's always like wine and... This and one has a heavy red wine coating, but I don't find it off-putting. No. It, it, it's interesting. I don't know. I'm, people way smarter than... See, I, got excited. I, I don't even see a, a, a fancy like sticker with you know fancy color. And all it's, it's silver and says snowflake. That's all it's got to be. Oh, man, just... People smarter than a, a pharmacist, a, a Georgia Tech engineer, and a somebody that's got a, a piece of paper from Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> People smarter than us three put that together. I'll give them that much. You know. <laughs> hey. Hey, it's a piece of paper. It is a piece of paper. 
No, it's a very expensive piece of paper. I mean, I mean, I mean, being nice to Bob and his Georgia Tech engineer self. <laughs> but you know, go dogs. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hey. What, what did you ask me earlier? What, what's the good word? <laughs> and you, <laughs> and you said bumblebee, bumblebee tuna. Oh God! They laid an egg the other night. Jesus. Anyways, we know Zeke is going to turn into a pumpkin. I am just very thankful for. Uh, Every each and every one of you that we met and talked to, interacted with. I'm thankful for our Facebook group. Go ahead and join it, interact with us. I'm thankful for being at the Whiskey House. If you guys haven't heard about it, it is a nonprofit organization that Zeke and I are a part of in Nashville, Tennessee. And we hold tastings. We bring people to the house. We donate bottles, and all of it is for charity. So all of the proceeds go to charity. Please ask us if you want some more information. Find out about the Whiskey House. If you're in town, hey, come be a member. We'd love to have you. Reach out, and we will get you in touch with the right people. Find our podcast on your favorite podcast app. Please leave us a five-star review. Tell us why you like us. If you don't like us, reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you. Please find us on Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, on Twitter at Bourbon Dads. Before we get into the Zeke where else can the folks find us Bob thank you for coming is there anything else you want to say no man it's it's been a great um, 2018 I'm really looking forward to 2019 just building more relationships hanging out with you guys again you know I'm going to be up here a good bit in the first part of next year so I know y'all coming up on your second anniversary right well we've been around since 2016 it'll be your but it'll be our second anniversary of the podcast. Right. So I'm looking forward to... We're working on a birthday. Yeah. In, we're going to celebrate that with you guys. We're going to have a party. Yeah. Uh, our better halves don't know it yet, but... <laughs> well, Lord, Lord willing, the creek don't rise. There'll be a good Saturday coming up in February. Oh, See, if anyone... Uh, say? If, if anyone does um, pocket protectors and could put the DDB logo on it, I would love to give my good engineer friend Bob one so that no matter where he goes he has the logo sticking out and also never stains his plaid shirt <laughs> and I will say hopefully before this episode even comes out I, I know there's been some uh, some good feedback on Dad's Rick Bourbon hats we hope that I already have some information out to everybody before this episode comes out but I will let you know if that changes stay tuned join our Facebook group if you want some more information on that. I also say look forward to more barrel picks from us in 2019. Either ones that we are going on with friends and we'll let you know we are a part of it. Or ones we are doing ourselves. It's something that we're really trying to do. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Nashville, Tennessee. Most days of the week. Certainly look us up. Give us a heads up if you're going to be here. Um, we... We will do our best to accommodate and at least share a pour with uh, any and everyone we can. Thanks, and we love you guys. Cheers. Ciao. Good night.